From a variety of undisclosed locales in the greater metropolitan area, it's time once again for the long shot. Come hell or high water. Tonight's episode. I have shame. Racism is bad. And now, please welcome the host of the long shot, Sean Gumroy. Jamie, are you ready? Just, there's a slight thing worth mentioning. Okay. We have a, a live stream at five o'clock. We offer now a, a product called Dynagrams, so people can buy, send a message to people in the pre-show. Oh, cute. And my part of my job is to make sure that that file gets uploaded. I've uploaded it. People have been notified, but until I know that they got it and it works, I just have to check every few minutes just to make sure it's all good. Great. And with your support and um, your blessings, uh, I um, will be more at ease. So thank you. I don't the mean rallying. I really feel a sense of rallying right now. I appreciate that. It takes a village. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's great. I didn't. Um, I didn't understand anything you said, Jamie. But he I, might be a little bit distracted because he wants to ensure distracted. that a file is. It's Got a file it. situation. <laughs> I, I like Maybe. how you quit on your explanation halfway through because you didn't understand it either, Amber. <laughs> uh, okay, we ready? Been a good episode. <laughs> Thank you. That's our show. Nap time. It sounded like you said nap time. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. Good day. Good noon. Good dawn. Good night. Good eventide. Good dusk. Good desk. Welcome to the long shot. It is a podcast. I am your host. My name is Sean Conroy with me today on the show. The barely not napping Amber Kenny is here. Good nap time. <laughs> also on the show today, Joe Wagner is here. Ready to nap anywhere, anytime. <laughs> I can be. And it. of course, the nap king himself, <laughs> Jamie Flam. Already asleep. Uh, that was pre It's time for another episode. What's that, Joe? I said that was pre-recorded what Jamie said because he's sleeping right now. Right, right, right. Sorry. It looks like it's happening now, but it's actually not. Um, at some point, his comments will go out of sync with the rest <laughs> of us, and that's when we'll realize he's not actually here. When I worked at Disneyland, I did a show actually in California Adventure called Drawn to Animation where I played an animator and I was talking to Mushu the dragon. So the whole thing was timed. Like you start the show. I think I've talked about this by putting like a book on a button. And then from there on, it is timed. Hello, and, Amber. It's me, mm -hmm. Mushu the dragon. But you're, and you're still doing a scene kind of. With, totally. Doing a I, I honestly credit that show for making me <laughs> a really good actor. 
because I would get bored. And so I, you would have to say the same words in the same timing. But some shows, I'm like, this show, I'm mad at Mushu. And this show, I'm like delighted by Mushu. And like, it's the same words, but it has like a completely different texture. Anyway. That's different all. intention. I you like just that. think the thought, they say. Right. But basically, Jamie is, Jamie's I our agree. Mushu. <laughs> See, that could be to anything. Like he... We know he's not here right now. One hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> think the thought. Yeah, just think the thought. He's mad. He he's actually expressing anger at Mushu right now. <laughs> <laughs> what did Mushu do to you? Um, he's always up from, to something. Is that from Mulan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> fun fact: I've never seen Mulan. <laughs> that is fun. That is fun. Well, here's another. Here's another. Never, fun they say fact. never meet your heroes. Hey, that <laughs> that girl who used to do the Mushu act never saw the movie. I feel like Mulan just came out, but it's that's the live action one. Old enough to be when you worked at Disney. Your father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was before that. That's what I mean. Like that's no. I'm talking right. about the original came right, out right, right. long enough ago. That I think the original came out when I was in high school. So that's the '90s, late '90s. That was like yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, By the way, the '90s are back, everybody. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. As if they you know that left. it's as far away now. <laughs> <laughs> the grandfather is I, the father of the nap time. Uh, so. Let's start with a segment on the show that we like to call checking in and just okay. to see how far this can go. Why don't we start today with Jamie? Uh, it's great to be here. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome see, that back. could be any, that could, he could say that at any time. Like that is the thing Jamie could say at any time. So far, I don't believe that he's a real, he's actually. No. Is this a deep fake of Jamie? Is this the yes. first deep fake we're doing? Has <laughs> Jamie been kidnapped? <laughs> it's Aaron, our producer, doing a deep fake of Jamie. Jamie, seriously, tell us something that's been going on with you since the last time we met. Because it's been weeks since we've seen you. Two weeks. See, now I know he's real. Two weeks. Uh... He held up the newspaper. Yeah. The tip the tip is proof is of life doing well on the weekends right jamie yeah there's been uh a pretty steady flow of rentals and live streams and uh there is that i also would love to if talk you're gonna about... do nap time don't do it while you're talking i know I went to the Are you dentist. in a whirlwind? Are you in a whirlwind, Jamie? <laughs> it feels like you might be a little whirlwindy right now. Yes. Yeah. For sure. There's yeah. always a whirlwind. There's always a whirlwind. <clears throat> I I feel like I'm a a robot. And I feel like I'm a ro- like I literally have called myself a robot the last couple times I've seen you. But the roboticness that I'm programmed to react and I'm trying to break free from my robot overlords is it's, it's a much uh, stronger feeling than it's been in a while. The last couple of weeks are like these brief glimpses into a creative. Who are your robot overlords? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like patterns. You want us to kick their fucking asses, Jamie? 
I, I'm trying to call on myself and I've been doing this for years. I've talked about it, but I'm like writing myself's notes every day when I'm in my creative slash feeling myself like Jamie, you, you, tomorrow you're going to wake up. You're going to be back in the reconnected to the overlords. Here's, here's your plan to break free of them. Does this uh, resonate? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Jamie. I'm watching the Matrix right now. <laughs> Jamie, I can't help but juggle anytime you literally say the word over, overlords <laughs> because it does feel very sinister. It does. I feel like it's, um, and I was thinking, I think it's a Led Zeppelin song where the, the line is sung by Robert Plant, we are your overlords. And that's just a connection I made to a song and a lyric in it that doesn't really have any sort of implications beyond that fun fact. Only to say that I feel like I'm becoming the robot. I can hear the shovel digging right now and the <laughs> smoke. I can smell the smoke of your brain working overtime. Go ahead. So, yeah. Um, Anyway, can I, I say something about the overlord thing? Because sure. I think you're framing it poorly for yourself. That's just my opinion. But when you say overlords, that takes agency away, away yeah. from yourself. You're saying like, this is an outside force acting on me, as opposed to saying, I have no overlords. I am going I to behave overlords. differently. I am um, going to treat things differently. And I'm going to be more of i don't know what the person i want to be or whatever you know what i, I mean? agree i have all the i have all the power in the situation but i would also argue that um there are overlords that we all face whether it's uh uh technology society expectation all those things create right. a, a layer that i think we're all up against that doesn't give take away any agency that any of us have to uh um break free and depose, depose. Yes, depose. I was going to say depose. So that was great that you came in with it. Um, I don't know what this mood is either, okay? I don't really understand what It's this classic, vibe is. baby. It's classic. Classic yeah. low show poke. So I'm um, trying to uh, decipher and as much as you might be. Um, but anyway, I do feel like I'm writing myself these notes. I'm having more clarity in moments. Well, okay. Before we even get there. <laughs> <laughs> what you're saying is um, the overlords, to use your verbiage. Sean isn't in love with that. But we're gonna, I don't want it to even be labeled as my verbiage. <laughs> Although I did choose to say that in all my notes is to myself. That, yeah. Is that you feeling like you can't fully express yourself? I guess I want to understand what even it is before we understand what the overlords are doing. Yeah. Great, <laughs> great question. Great question. Or I should say what the overlords are commanding you to do. Yeah. Or not do. I think they're throwing distractions at me at a level I've never experienced. Like been there all along in my 10 years with you guys. The overlords have been discussed in other names, other titles. Um, but just the level of distraction. Wait, is the overlords the Immaculata? 
No, the Immaculata is what's fighting, is the army that's the fighting. Immaculata it is, is, the, the, is the army that's the resistance. fighting. The resistance. By the way, <laughs> resistance. Uh, J- Jamie's, Jamie's check-in has just been optioned by Peter Jackson. <laughs> Seven-movie franchise. The Imma- as soon as you said the Immaculata is the armies. <laughs> I mean, arguably every movie, not every movie, but arguably a lot of Peter like Jackson Mulan. in particular, like when I think of Lord of the Rings, it is. It's like uh, all the, you know, the hero's journey, but all the, and, but it was funny as you said the word resistance because resistance, according to some books I like, et cetera, is the overlords. That is a name that they give it. That's the resistance that's trying to get you to do anything but express and connect on the, on the deepest level. Wait, you lost me for a second. Yeah, me what, too. Where did this come from? <laughs> Who again? gave it that name? Oh, are you talking about like Zen? Like yeah, Buddhism? yeah. I mean, specifically. So the resistance and overlords are the same thing. Arguably, it was, <laughs> <laughs> that's the uh, M Night Shyamalan. So twist. fucked. <laughs> Behind that door <laughs> are the overlords. Uh-oh. And then you open the door and it's like, hey, it's Bob from the resistance. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> or wait, I think Dave was saying the game show is behind those doors are the overlords. Behind those doors are the resistance. They go now to behind the there's only one door. To Jamaica. <laughs> yeah. And the overlords are behind all three. Yeah. Did you ever read The War of Art, that book? No, The Art of War. Sun Tzu? No, it's, it's the War of Art. Art of oh. War is the classic. The the um. My bad. I should not have corrected you. No, but it's that's the more classic. You're talking about text. the farts of warts. Nap time. No, the okay, war. Sorry, of art, sorry. The war, the which war was written by art. um the war was, for art. The war of art. Oh, of art. I highly recommend it to anyone that's dealing with any that wants to make and create things that struggles. That's what I think one of my go-to books. I really highly recommend it. Um, but in that, giving the, you a lot of vocabulary yeah, to express yeah. yourself. <laughs> it really works, clearly, right? Well, that's the thing. It's like I, I can read that, and I can read a thousand things every day, and be like instantly like, right? Like I, I get, get it, it, but then applying it. But then I wake up and I feel like, and I've been feeling like this for a long time, but noticing more as I'm trying to be more present, how many, how big of an army the overlords are sending at me. It's like, Mm. it never ends. Anyway. um, Still not clear. (laughs) I wish I knew more Lord of the Rings. I want to say more Lord of the Rings references. So uh, you have to find the fairies. That's um, the Hobbit. But same. How about if you you say to the overlords, "You shall not pass." That is the key. (laughs) Jamie answers a hundred emails with "You shall not pass!" (laughs) Exclamation point. (laughs) Select all. You're you're not the booker at the improv anymore. Sorry, I'm not trying to get past. Every day, my goal is to write and create things. Um, and every day, that plan okay. is thwarted by 
a series of distractions that unless there is a clear deadline, unless there's someone waiting for it. And of course, like, of course, though. Like, that's human nature. It's human nature. I, like, I, 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 sorry, I, I, I'm going to keep interrupting you because that's my nature. Sure. You know, I can't help myself. Are you we knew I was, you, you knew I, you knew <laughs> right I was now. a snake when you took me in. John is human. Um, after but I just want to point out to you that what you said was every day I want to write and create things. Mm. I think that's a slip up right there. More the lack of spe- yes, I, I wrote that note to myself last night. Good one, Sean. I need to have set intention. Like before, mm-hmm. there's not got to be the specific thing. Right. I think you're absolutely correct. I think that the overlords specifically try to for me to avoid even putting, defining what I want to be doing. Mm. I don't know. This is not an argument. I think. Uh, Guess what? You know what? You know who the overlord is? Hmm. His name is Jamie Flam. The call is coming from inside the house. Oh, and and I'm not saying I'm a victim. I want to make that clear. Like, I'm just a human. This is a struggle. It's been a struggle for a long time. Sometimes things happen in spite of it. And more than ever, like I'm ready and I'm realizing that it's going to take continue. I mean, it's just changing habits on a much deeper level than I have in a long time. And so how are you going to do that? Literally have to change my behaviors. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go on. For example, you mean, um, but, you mean but, sort of by developing habits? new habits. New habits, yes. By the way, uh, really got going. real quick, Jamie, I don't want to by be changing too much. your behavior, you'll develop new <laughs> habits, and then those new yeah. habits will make sure that you have changed your behavior. Yes, Jamie. Um, I don't want to get too into your privacy with therapy, but. Do you ever laugh like that in a session? <laughs> I'm just curious. Has that ever happened? Because like I would that imagine, laugh, like the nervous kind of. I would imagine that the weird laugh you do. Might, yeah. That might be when the therapist makes a note. You know what I mean? Like in <laughs> in the book. You know, like ah, because there's there's that tension of it. You know. You know, I I'm very open in my therapy, and there's still. I wasn't going to even talk about it with you guys. Like there's still. As I'm learning more about my just, I think, general reactivity and like traumas or just the things that I automatically will react in certain ways, there are ways that I react just being in the, on this podcast that do not right. reflect reality, right. but reflect 10 years ago, a version of myself that <clears throat> just this dynamic can bring about that is not true. Deeply engraved like patterns. Like, I still think of this podcast that doesn't match up exactly with where I'm at most of the time, but like, I still tap into a version of me 10 years ago that was so nervous and like, just like wanted to prove something. And yeah, a version of me that was just completely different at a different point in my life and career and all that stuff. So sometimes just seeing your faces and this is, it just, it makes me like start to uh, get more self-conscious. Jamie. Like there's a version of that overlord conversation that I can have probably with any one of you one-on-one 
That would right. go sound <laughs> eloquent. Like I have words and vocabulary that I've never said overlords in relation to this conversation <laughs> once. It's something I talk about with people that, constantly. That's a Loshopo exclusive that we're getting. <laughs> so it's it's an awkward place to be sometimes where I'm like, no, this is what am I Jamie? Right. It's a great word. It's a great word. It overload works. It's fine. I love it. Um, not to put you on the spot, but to to what Sean was uh, bringing up before. Is there anything right now, Jamie, as far as an idea, one specific single idea that the thing that is pulling you? Is there? And and if there's not, obviously that's fine too. But I'm just wondering if there is anything that has been kind of swirling around that you seem to be coming back to. Yeah, there's a couple things that are very, and to be specific, I mean. Is there one thing? Yeah, there's a couple things. (laughs) Well, one thing in particular, I mean, one thing is dynasty. Like, there's this thing out there that it's still so broad. Like, it's, it's a specific thing that was manifested through my hopes and what I want to create. That is this platform that gives me a place to produce or say anything I want, but that becomes overwhelming in of itself. So it's like getting even more. Yeah. The specific there. Um, Yeah. So there are, there are some things, but then I think the overlords day to day are trying to distract away from it. Like every third day I'll be like, Oh my God, remember when I was so excited about this thing? And I was like, yes, I'm coming alive because of this specific thing. And then I'm starting to notice, and this is where, social media and just my addiction, I think to screens and stuff it truly can take me out of the passion and excitement of a thing for days now at a time. And it's becoming so it, um, it fades, it fades until I get it again. And then it's like every, everything is trying to cancel but that out. Nothing, no creative spark in you feels consistent enough so far. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough, Jamie. I mean, like, I'm I've been the same way for years. I I have a shame as a writer of actually not having re- I'm not one of those Hollywood writers that has 20 scripts in their drawer. Like I I just I the idea has to pull me so hard to actually sit down and write that the fact that I've been working on this thing that I've mentioned on the show, that's after the last script I wrote was I think 5 years ago, but the one the one before that was maybe 10 years ago. It's like it, it's it's tough. Everyone has. I'm going to have... venture to say that before that was 15. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, it's it's uh, you know. What, what? How many pages it, are you at? By the way, we that's that's part of. Oh, we got the part of But but Jamie, I mean, it's like I've made. Stay tuned, everybody. Jamie. Stay okay, tuned. Okay. We will <laughs> get there. It can take time. It can take time. Maybe if you focus a little less on. It might be one of those things, Jamie, where if you focus a little less on the overlords, because it feels right now that the overlords are very much in your head. They're everywhere, man. And I think you have to give them less powers, what we're kind of all saying. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm taking meticulous notes and try literally trying to devise an a daily escape plan. Like just these reminders, like when, when I'm not in front of a screen, when I pull out a notebook and I'm sitting in my nook where I am now or without the screens, like, yeah, that's when ideas will start to pour out. That's when 
I'm not every, literally like every, I feel like a couple minutes, like I'm like, I must look at my phone for something. Can I, can I chime in? Is that okay? <laughs> I'm um, fine with it. <laughs> will this, Sean, will this be a distraction? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Are you a no, I'm, I'm, I have been here in New York for a couple of months now. And That's I'll insane. Be here for, I know. Time it's so is crazy. insane. But I, but I probably be here for maybe not another full month, but close to it. And then I'm going back to LA Wow. And I'm, I'm excited to go back for a lot of reasons. Um, one of them is because I have been thinking a lot about exactly what you're talking about, Jamie, as far as, you know, my overlords are, no, I have not been thinking about overlords, but that would about, be ins- I, wow, that would be, <laughs> <that> was- <laughs> no, I did. I watched that JJ Abrams movie the other night, which is called overlord. And, uh, it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> The What's uh, What's the thing that you're talking about is I think here's a suggestion I have for you. Cause I really have been thinking about the ability that we have to distract ourselves from being creative and just how many things can get in the way. And I think one of the problems for you is that you're doing several things at the same time. Like you're saying, I want to be creative. I want to be funny. I want to write stuff, whatever. But you're also a theater producer. Like you're running a theater and trying to keep a business going and doing all that stuff. And those are completely different things. They feed each other. One probably feeds the other more than the other feeds the one, although you'd have to check with your overlords on that. But they're, they're, two totally different things you're trying to be good at at the same time. And I think one thing that certainly I need to do this, and I think it sounds like you probably do too, is committing a hundred percent to that creative process for a specific amount of time Every day with nothing else involved. It doesn't matter. Like, even if it means you have to get up at six in the morning and work for two hours, then you don't bring your phone to the nook. You don't bring your computer to the nook. You might even leave the nook out of the nook. You might just wow. be no nook. I don't know where you would from the yeah. north. No, no nook is good. <laughs> nook. Yeah. Um, but because it is so easy to to do all the things you're talking about. And as soon as you do that, you're lost. Everything is gone. You know, I was reading an article in the times the other day about Graham green, who, you know, big time famous author from a long time ago, who I am not really familiar with his work. I know quiet American, which was a movie back. uh, I I think there was a a Michael Caine version. And then, uh, 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 Brendan Fraser version that came out more recently. Um, They're the same type. Get it? Brendan <laughs> Fraser. <laughs> but it's no, it's a, it's about a. I think it's about a CIA agent working in in Vietnam or something like that during the fifties before the Vietnam War really took off. But he, anyway, he wrote a bunch of novels. But he wrote, I think, somewhere in the vicinity of twenty four or twenty five novels. And one of the things that really stood out to me in this article, the article was about a bunch of different things. But one thing that really stood out to me was he wrote 
500 words every day. That's it. No matter what. If he was done in the middle of a sentence, he was done because that was 500 words and he was done. Um, But no matter what, yes, he wrote 500 words. And so he gave that amount of, and he was a messed up dude, you know, like he had all kinds of issues with sex and with, I can't even remember, but I'm assuming alcohol because I assume that of all writers, Uh, but 25 books, you know, because he sat down and wrote five and 500 words, by the way, is not not a ton. Yeah. And I think what you, what it sounds like it, it would be helpful for you to do is to give yourself permission to pay that much attention to yourself. You know, permission is a good word that it's not about the overlords are saying this and that it's like, I'm the fucking overlord. And I'm saying I'm allowed to do the thing that I want to do. In addition to all this other stuff I want to do, that's going to take up all the rest of the day. Yeah. And prioritizing it and go, I mean, you know, who knows when you do it, but I feel like if you go, this is going to be the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning, that just makes it easier than going at four o'clock. I'm going to stop everything else I'm doing and do this for two hours or whatever. I keep saying two hours because that's what I have in my head. But however long uh, uh, works for you. Anyway, that's my two cents. I think it's spot on for sure. Oh, bye. Part of um, <laughs> I think nap time indeed. <laughs> Go ahead, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Sean expended a lot of energy. <laughs> That's um, really funny. <laughs> there's a giddiness. Um, Sean, Sean, Sean. The Sean. first day of spring. Is today. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. I, um, I, I don't think it is, but go it, ahead. It Danny. is. Wait, permission. <laughs> Another one of these. Pretty sure that's not true. Go ahead, Jamie. Oh, okay. So starting to pay attention to how, I don't know what the word is, but um, how distracted we can all get now. But um, when I'm starting, I'm, as I'm breaking down the, the days and weeks, and like you said, like there's the running of a theater, which is a totally different thing. And to this point, you know, with all of our team, like we still have not set like, here's the days we're doing this. Let's do a meeting here. It's just all kind of, scattered so seeing well, you've only like, been running the theater for 11 years now so it's been, it's been a minute you're um, still getting the lay of the land <laughs> um that three, is how it feels three or four now this is our we're in our third year third year yeah wait fourth year no this is our fourth year mm-hmm. the year three was pandemic year that changes <laughs> it does that means an Olympics amount of time. You know what I'm saying? Because every four years, when I was a child, would be the Olympics. Now it's every two years. Um, anyway, yeah, starting to like be better about, it's hard to even carve out that two hours or actually get into it because it is being sacred about like how quickly any distraction can come in. And when anyone can contact you and all these distractions that come in that just can completely throw it all off. So protecting. Yeah. Right. I I also want 
to say, this is in addition to what Sean said. I agree with everything Sean said, and I think that you should listen to that. But also running a small business and running a theater are big undertakings. And I want to make sure that you're not just like beating yourself up for not doing other projects. Like a lot of people, that would be all that they can possibly do. And you're doing that. Like, I don't want you to undercut the work I, that yeah, you're doing. I appreciate that. Um, but you still can carve out time for yourself to work on these creative projects. But I just don't, I want to make sure you're not just like beating yourself up. Like I am a loser. Like, like it, being a small business owner is no joke. That's a well. A lot of the things it's like where the they're not creative projects that are completely distinct from the theater. Like they're things that are even like in the, the realm of marketing for the theater. And I am beating myself up. I'm trying not to as much, but just as I felt for since I've known you guys, like I just feel like if I actually maximize even two hours a day more of actually focused things like. I would be a lot more um, just content and um, feel like I was expressing myself more. Anyway, I went to the dentist this week and I haven't been in three years. So that was a thing. <laughs> Let's move past it. Thanks guys. Fuck the overlords. I am the overlord. What is an overlord? How are your teeth? Um, I need Bad. a shit ton of work. Oh no. Here's the thing. Going Fucking in. overlords. If they told me I had to replace every tooth in my fucking head, I wouldn't have been surprised. So the news in that regard was positive. But also, like, it was that visit that I've been thinking about. Jamie, I got good news for you. Every fucking tooth in your fucking head. Thank you for having me as your dentist. But I will tell you that you only have to replace 39 of your teeth. So... Thumbs up. Not everything in your head. Yeah. Let me put that more positively. You have one good tooth. Um, Also, you have 40 teeth, which is, (laughs) that seems like a lot. How many teeth do we have? Oh, boy. Do you guys know off the top of your head how many teeth you have? Do you think there will ever be any agreement on this show about how many teeth the human? I think it's different for every person, right? Really? I think there is some variation. There is a range. It's There's somewhere a range between, of teeth. It's somewhere between zero and a hundred, <laughs> generally speaking. Well, because some people have two rows, like you have the front teeth and the back teeth Shark on the top, people. and the front teeth and the back teeth on the bottom. Um, like like babies. I mean, that blew my mind a few years ago. Like that, babies are born. All of us were born with our adult teeth. Our producer is saying thirty-two. You know, thirty-two came up earlier today. Um, and I, I'm trying to remember why, but I mentioned it because whenever it comes up, was like, it the temperature of an ice cube being frozen or no? Hmm. Darn it. Was it OJ Simpson's number when he played for the Buffalo Bills? Was it? I'm thinking oh, no. it's, for me, it's always Magic Johnson's number. Did you go by a, a, a local Los Angeles supermarket called 32 Market? Oh, no. Was it the speed limit oh, of a? No. Was it the speed limit of a very specific town? No. We make the rules, Iowa. <laughs> I don't know, but thirty-two came up. Oh, so I guess we have thirty-two teeth, mm-hmm. unless we lose them. 
So but what, does that include wisdom teeth? If so, then I have twenty-eight. What uh, What was the verdict, Jamie? <laughs> oh, I did need. They, did they tick it off? Was it a list of things? It was a list of things, and they're like four thousand dollars worth of stuff. I'm like, I didn't budget that. Uh-oh. I've never like it was like the visit I've been kind of worried about for years, where it's like it involves a crown. I've never gone great past show. the great um, show. Love it. Big revelations, Megan. I don't know. Anyone here have a crown? I uh, don't oh, have. Yeah, I, we're all royalty, pal. We're all royalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamie, I had a root canal, but I have not had the crown placed yet. But that's like recently. I binged yeah, was... root canal on Netflix. Boring as shit. <laughs> you should watch the. Uh... Oh shit! What's the uh, the blind side? You should watch the blind side instead. Um, <laughs> uh, Jamie, yeah, no, I had I had the actual root canal procedure. They dig out all the stuff. What Sean had later in the uh, after, uh, but I have not <laughs> had the, the after. <laughs> well, because I mine was very early on. I had a root canal in April last year, and uh, but I but then the pandemic got worse. So, so I you're not, not talking about the after. It. You're talking about the during later, later. in the during. during yeah. Sorry, later during after time come on um <laughs> come on but i haven't had the I, you, you have to have the finishing procedure is the crown right wait we talk about root canals it might be more than dental podcast. <laughs> yeah no i mean it's all coming to me there's a <laughs> dental <laughs> podcast right now going uh guys can we stop canal. talking about overlords <laughs> and just talk about teeth for a second <laughs> Do you think that applies to our demographic in any way? <laughs> so you got Wait. a bunch of shit to do, Jamie. So what happens? Because here's oh, the thing no. that I've had happen at the dentist, not recently, but years ago, where they go, yeah, After. it's going to be $4,000. But the good thing is we will finance it for you. Ooh. So did that happen at your dentist? No. What do you mean? <laughs> It sounds shady. Of course, you, it, it actually, sounds shady. It's absolutely shady. It costs shady. a lot more. You just have to pay. Oh, no, just like it's a credit situation. Yeah, Jamie, uh, like they, we're happy to let you do a yeah. payment plan. You know, did they, yeah. Did they do any payment plan explanation to you? No. A lot of clinics do that. They'll take. They'll they'll say, "Here's what we can do, and we can knock this off and knock that off." And no, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I guess I can piecemeal it. Um, apparently, the crown situation is the most pressing. And then I grind my teeth and then every dentist I've ever seen is like, you grind your teeth. And they've all suggested that I get a night guard. I never did it. The best thing to do when a dentist tell you something is just ignore it and then hope it gets better. You know, (laughs) by the way, Jamie, getting a night guard when you're dealing with overlords could be a great thing. (laughs) Especially if you're trying to get a crown. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) It all came together. (laughs) It did. Guys, this has been a blast. Thank you so much. Uh, a lot of fun. Great to be back on the show. Um, I'm going to kick it back to you. I think I've more than utilized my 47 minutes. Well, you didn't start right at seven. True. Uh, all right. So, Jamie, that was your that was your whole checking in. That, that's all you got? <laughs> I, can, I can dig up some more if you need. He teases. Plus a dental visit. <laughs> okay, if you just want to gloss over everything, that's fine. Uh, all right. Well, then let's go next to Joe. Checking in with Joe. 
Wagner. Hi, everybody. Um, I have I have good news. Um, it's been a more positive week. I'm feeling good. My mom and my aunt got their first shot yesterday. Um, feeling very relieved about that. Thank you. Um, they, I had mentioned they had signed up with a clinic. They had signed up at a, they had, I guess they had contacted a couple places because I was trying to get, get them to do a drive-through one. But the drive-through one didn't get back to them. Another one did. And my mom went the day before to check it out. And it was not a vehicle connected. Uh, it was one. a walkthrough. It was a walk-in. Walk sorry, walk-in. And uh, my I mom. Like, I know this isn't what it is. But I picture like the haunted houses at Universal Studios. Like, you know, they're, they're leading my mom and my aunt. For, for some reason in my head, the walkthrough also has like those plastic things that hang down like yes. a car wash. Yes. And you have to walk through that to get into the room. We're being very good about cleanliness here. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the horror, the, the, the horror maze one. You're not going to feel the injection. However, we are going to scare the shit out of you. <laughs> um, they both, by the way, did not feel the injection. We're both very surprised at how they did not feel the Are they sure injection. they got it? Yeah, <laughs> they did one of those sketch comedy syringes that pops. Um, they they, they were mom- also both stabbed at the same time. <laughs> uh, they my I was proud of my mom. She she really did do like reconnaissance, and she went checked it out. She said that there were very few people there, and because she actually went in and and um and they told her you know we're we're doing you know, a lot of staggering. So there's only two to three people getting, you know, shots at one time. We're and doing a lot of staggering. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it's part of the haunted house. Thing. We're all drunk. <laughs> Look, we're all drunk here. Um, and then they went the next day and it went, it went well. I mean, it, it, it was, it, you know, not being there, uh, not being there with them. You know, I was just, uh, you know, I was, I was anxious about it, but they, t- you know, we, t- we texted back and forth and it went well. My mom sent me two photos of themselves in the car with their masks. Um, green for my mom, which is her color blue for my aunt, which is hers. Um, and I was just, it just felt very nice to, I think what a lot of, a lot of people are experiencing right now to have the relief that a loved one in your family has gotten it. It just, it just felt like, uh, uh, I can go from there now. Um, and the rest is the past. And now we go from there. Their next, uh, it's after it's after the before (laughs) is now the present. Which mm. will soon be the, after. the future is now. it's not the after yet. No, it's the pre- you know, look, it all after. depends on what the, the pre after. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wait for the overlords to decree what's going on. Now is the pre after. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, you didn't, by the way, see like Jamie, that. get out of the nook, answer your phone. <laughs> look, Check and I- see if you've been mentioned on Twitter. <laughs> I Sean, think the situation you, is taken care of, by the way. I'm going to do a quick sidebar. A big comic superhero comic book movie came out called uh, Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. There is a villain a in it. A new version of an old superhero movie, right? Uh, nap time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nap time. Nap time. Um, I just wanted to say, uh, 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 um, 
there is a there was a villain in it called Dark Side, who's supposed to be a very ominous figure. That voice, Sean, you should do a voice for a character like that because that's exactly Dark Side, now, the Overlord. Yeah, Jamie that's Clown. now Overlord. That's what it is, Jamie. That's what I'm seeing in my head. It's Dark Side from this movie. Anyway, um, perhaps so, someone has sent you a message on Facebook Messenger. <laughs> They got the first shot. Check they, again. Check one. again. Check again. <laughs> Refresh. <laughs> Has someone resurrected your MySpace page? Do a LinkedIn one. Go look. <laughs> yes. Um, Please congratulate Ralph Divins on LinkedIn. <laughs> your profile will be mine. <laughs> You haven't done anything on LinkedIn in seven years. It's important that you go check out the scene. You're, when did the Overlord turn into your your uh, what is that? A headhunter? All right. Paul Paul Blarple would like to be a connection on LinkedIn. <laughs> headhunter kind of works in this universe too. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, or your life coach. Um. They get their next shot in a month. Okay, so speaking of that, um, the other thing with vaccinations is that... Richard LA... Pinson has validated your skill as an entertainer on LinkedIn. <laughs> he is a good entertainer. <laughs> Thanks, Rich. Thanks, Richard, who I haven't seen in literally 15 years. This is a hot room. <laughs> uh... I checked my BMI this week because Los Angeles has opened up the vaccination rollout to people 16 and up that have uh, conditions. And one of those is a BMI of 40 and above. And uh, I had, I've never had so many friends reach out to me during the week to try to try to (laughs) tactfully ask, are you fat enough? (laughs) What's your BMI, buddy? <laughs> um, what is the what does that mean? What like so if you have a BMI body mass above, index. body mass index, so how much fat is in your body obesity. versus how much muscle? But, but not really. It's really just weight over height because technically, right. like the rock's BMI is over the healthy amount, even though it's muscle. Right. It's not a perfect no, I, it's so funny that you mentioned that. I actually have exactly the rocks being mine, um, <laughs> to the decimal. Um, uh, I I was five points lower. I'm at thirty five. Bittersweet. And, yeah. Right. And uh, someone I, has posted in Hats R Us Facebook group. <laughs> Hats R Us. Your favorite group, Jamie. Right. I recommend offer up. Um, there is a lamp available. <laughs> there are many lamps. There will, there will be many no lamps. Light you could spend a great darkness. deal of time searching lamps. Some are floor lamps. Some go on tables. Some hang overhead. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. You, you need only to have. Look at every one of the lamps. Hi, is this? Lamp's still available? Hi, is this lamp still available? Jamie, still available? you know this, and I know this, but I am distracting you. You are powerless. <laughs> I need to send you guys. This is a, a, against this 
collection of lamps. <laughs> Jamie, this is a reminder you set yourself. Ironically, it's a reminder not to be distracted. Guys, that is my nervous laughter. <laughs> Being the overlord ain't easy. Overlord and easy. Uh, Sorry, go ahead, Joe. I'm so your BMI in, is right? 35. I'm checking in. Shit, my BMI is 35. So, past few days, I've been wondering because the policy. Get it up. Well, here's the thing the policy is in Los Angeles right now is based on the word of essentially the person coming to get the shot. It is self, uh, what are they, what are they, certifying. Called? Self-certifying, yes. So it's like, all you have to do is sign. I have this. I have that. I'm honor system. This honor system, right? So, I initially was like, "Hey, I'm under. I'm under it. I'll wait." Uh, Just put a pillow under your your <laughs> and say ho ho ho. <laughs> but why would I? And but I, I also decided to get on so on Sean's shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> or you, like just one order of Denny's. Churros, right. churro pancakes. Dude, probably <laughs> look, do a triple Oof. order of cannoli pancakes. Cannoli. I'm in, baby. <laughs> I am <laughs> in. Oof. I show I show up and there's still cannoli cream <laughs> on my mouth. Um <laughs> I pick a chocolate chip out of my mustache. So I You should be wearing a mask. Am going to start <laughs> put a mask on, sir. <laughs> I am going to start looking into getting a shot soon. Um, I, I think that I'm close enough and I think that the more people get vaccinated faster, the better. And, um, and I know myself and I don't want to let this be a thing that I kind of just casually start to let go, like procrastinate about, um, because it's important. Yeah. <laughs> it's very important. Jesus, Joe. Yeah. And that no, but that's I mean, in that way where in that in that way where no, I mean, I could just see him like six months from now going, I should probably get an appointment, you know? No, look, I, 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 I'm conscious of it. I'm looking into places nearby. I want to get it soon. It's helped that I've seen a lot of Paul Pillsbury left a review of the farts of warts on Goodreads. Go immediately. Deeper and deeper. (laughs) Have you guys been been noticing a lot more people that you know getting vaccinated? Like I'm seeing those photos pop up. People have their cards. They're getting their first shots which is great to see. It's really kind of literally life affirming. Okay. Maybe this is, this is getting better. And I just, I want to make sure that I do that for myself. I don't want to, in my mind already, I was like, I I'm going to wait until whatever that last category is the rest, everybody else. And I thought I shouldn't be letting myself, I think slide too much to that um, because I know I can, it can go. It can. It can go south. So, I want to make Joe sure Biden. I, uh, I just want to report on how the vaccine has been going, <laughs> and I will say guy. there's only one person left who has not gotten his vaccine. His name is Joe Wagner. If anybody knows him, please reach out 
it is time for him to be vaccinated. We will have full herd immunity. And my understanding is that his BMI fluctuates from 34 to 36, <laughs> but generally is around 35. <laughs> I'm on CNN going, what can I say? I lost weight. I lost weight. During way, the what, pandemic. what I love, what I love is the fact that I now have a dead on Joe Biden impression. Oh my God. <laughs> Move over everyone else who did yeah. it. Um, <laughs> uh, so that's my next, I hope to be checking in soon with getting a shot. How are you? you have you guys do you know anybody? Do you know anybody who can help you with that, Joe? No, I, no, I, I, I actually have been speaking. like, is there a friend who's like good at that shit that you can go Tommy, Look, like I'm not, you're I'm, the computer guy. Hook me up with I heard you want a vaccine. Yeah, they open not, their coat. You know, I'm not. <laughs> I, I I appreciate the question. I would. I will say. I don't think I'm 100 incapable of of doing this. No, I don't think you're incapable. But, but, I just think it's not your forte. You know, no, 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 and I so, think there are people whose forte it is that are good at like going. Okay. The, the slots are going up at 6 a.m. So if I go and I refresh, 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 okay, boom, I got one. You right. know, that's I, not what I see you doing. I see you going. I heard in a couple of weeks they're going to, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, I, I have actually talked to the my friend, the person who I want to, uh, who have asked to take me um, because I want to be, I, you know, I want to go with someone in someone's car. Um, uh, so I have been, yes. And, and Hello. I have a friend, I have someone, <laughs> I have a friend, my, actually Matt, my co-writer, my collaborator right now. Um, my, my good friend, Matt, who just got his first shot. Um, he is, uh, the, one of the, one of the stipulations for the vaccination right now was anyone with type two diabetes. He has type one diabetes, but same thing where like, he also has aspects of type two. And he was like, well, I'm just going to go. I need to go. I have, he has other conditions and he got his first shot. So I'm, I've reached out to him and he's already, he, he just this week, he volunteered to help me, you know, get an appointment. So I'm feeling confident that I will do that soon. And I hope to check in with it very soon because everyone needs to do it. So don't let it you slide. have a coupon from CVS for tooth care products. Oh, no. Would you like to browse immediately? <laughs> there are also 13 other offers on this receipt. You still have a chance to save your one tooth. May I mention something? YouTube. <laughs> oh. Oh, this again, um... You haven't checked your Instagram in 0.8 seconds. Get back there immediately. So there's my checking so, in. So anything else, Joe? That's all you got? Uh, oh, I'll end with this. Um, you know, this just is not uh, a parting shot, right? No, 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 no. But just as a check-in, it was the one thing uh, during my little petty personal week that really ruined the night, ruined the day. Um, I had gone yesterday to buy some stuff at the store. I bought uh, the beloved snack chips and salsa. I get home later that By night. By the way, that's my biggest weakness during all of this. Chips and salsa. A hundred percent. I realize how much I just cannot live without <laughs> chips and salsa. <laughs> Inhaling them. And I, it, you know, it sucks when little things are feel that much more 
significant now in the day where I got so excited to have chips and salsa. And I pour the chips, I pour some chips in a bowl, and I open up the salsa. Oh, here we go. Yes, yes. You open up the salsa. And (laughs) I got moldy salsa. No. I bought. How is that possible? It was expired already. I bought it like that. I didn't, the, literally, the first time I open it, and there is a huge, it's like an, it's like an island. It's like an atoll. It's huge. Joe, covering. please don't say, Joe, please don't say what I think you're about to say. Please, Joe, please don't say what you're about to say. <laughs> it's white and fuzzy. Like, that's how moldy it was. It was white, fuzzy island. I want to know what mold. Amber is scared of you saying. He's going to say it soon. Okay. And and, and it there was, was delicious. There was oh. there was already there was already a green blackish kind of all right. We all know what mold section like. to it, but it was so huge. you are like the gross out king of our podcast. It was huge. 100%. It was it was disgust. It was but here's disgusting. the thing. Isn't isn't am I wrong about this or is is salsa not vacuum packed? Like that means somebody opened that and put it back on the shelf. I don't I I, I, the I expiration was, date or no expiration date. That shit should not be getting Sean, I was this just is, as this confounded. is 2021. I was just as confounded as you are. I was pissed. I was about, I had the chips in the bowl and I opened this thing and it's a horror of Chips horrors. in the bowl, Dis- snacks by feet. Disgusting. It I'm was impressed that disgusting. there was a bowl. That's like so, a, a level of, um, I don't know. Like, it, I, just, I think it's cool. It was covering. Have, like, like, I could barely see an edge of salsa o- around the mold. So. You picked up <laughs> the jar and threw it in the trash. I took a spoon and I I got it underneath and I took out the mold. I took out this giant mass of mold. I'm so and scared. I looked, I looked underneath it. I looked. I looked. You know, what does it look like? <laughs> Do I see chunks of mold in there? Don't and tell me you ate the rest it. of the fucking thing. I smelled it. Oh, come on, Joe. That's insane. This is what I was scared of, y'all. <laughs> Amber, 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 Amber. The thing you got to know about mold is... I put the lid on the salsa. It doesn't spread, spreads, but it doesn't grow. It's No, you can see. It's not microscopic. Oh, it is microscopic, but... Oh, Jesus Christ, Joe. I I put the lid on the jar. Mm Mm-hmm. And I threw away the salsa. Oh, thank wow. God! This was I. The, this was a terror. I felt Amber, like it was your Amber. mom at the. It was a ride. It was a ride. It was definitely a ride. Haunted house. I, for the record, I, did I Google? Can you get sick from moldy salsa? But yes, I did. Thing. Yes, did I did. Did you go back to the store and say, "What's up, motherfuckers? You might I remember called- me." Yes. from a few minutes ago. No, I I'm called the guy with the foam on Guess his the face. fuck what? Sean, yeah, I did. I, got, I called- see this foam. That's me, Sean. I did. I called them. I explained what happened. I said, look, I go to your store all the time. You're one of my neighborhood stores. I appreciate your store. I'm just letting you know, you just sold me a jar of extremely expired moldy salsa. And how do you feel? You should, you should, (laughs) you should, you should check you, bro. You should check your other, you should check those jars. You should, because you, you might be selling you know that's uh, very selfless of you i think that's very selfless of you to look out for the other people that live in your neighborhood well i'm saying did you go back and get another thing of salsa 
No, 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 no. Not yet. Not yet. I plan to. They said I could, and I was like, "Great, thank you. I'm thank you. I'm it's fine." And I mean, I am gonna get salsa. I'm gonna get some good salsa. What kind of salsa is it? Uh, it was. Uh, I don't. I don't remember. But Chipotle. I remember it said Chipotle on it. Um, what and kind that's of the shit? That's I was trying to it. smell it, and I was like, "Is that a Chipotle smell? Is that a mold smell?" But look, <laughs> this is I why you're online. looking at the mold, and you're going, "Does that smell like Chipotle?" No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I had taken, I had taken the mold off. I had taken. It had a cap of mold. I took the cap of mold off. I, I still I, feel like. I mean, I'm glad you threw it away. I still feel like that's insane that you were like. Maybe well, it's okay. You know, hey, you know what? I'm very open minded, and I I went online to see just to be careful because I do I am trying to take better care of myself. And I was there a lot myself, of websites that were like you should definitely eat anything you find underneath a moldy cap. I'll, t- I'll tell you this: like a lot of stuff online, there were some conflicting opinions as to whether you what would did I, but what see did by I, saying that you are saying i understand that i cannot trust what i read online so why were you doing that in the first place because wow. you try to find because you try to find a confirmation predom- bias. you probably try to find a predominant you try to find somebody to, um, who agrees opinion, with you a, 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 you go no, to you'll no. be no 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 no, no. <laughs> i could probably eat this oh look, no 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 this- no Actually, Sean, I was trying Flipper to find 469 says I could probably eat it. I should I, eat it. I was trying to find someone online telling me, Joe, it's okay to eat that song. That would be insane if they said, Joe, it's okay to That's, eat that. I'm not, I wasn't, I, I, I wasn't looking for the confirmation bias on the other side. I was, yes, I was looking for it on my side. But however, the preponderance of writing that I saw was, not a good idea. <laughs> and, and that and was me, enough. So let me fo- follow up question. Yeah. How yeah. long did you spend on this research you were doing? I would say uh, uh, two hours. Two, no, I did a couple scrolls. I clicked on a couple things. I'm going to say three minutes. And that counts as a preponderance. <clears throat> as a as a as an initial look, I'm not look. W- no one has s- established any standards of scientific judgment here i was just going from that that quick google search what is the what are the impressions i'm getting ah i should probably <laughs> not eat this moldy salsa and and ladies and gentlemen, i feel like that was a waste of three minutes because you should have known that from the jot no hey you know what there are some people grow up in households where you can cut this off you can cut that off <laughs> and you try not to be wasteful I it was a don't throw your fucking moral judgments at me because you (laughs) almost ate some goddamn moldy salsa. I did not eat the moldy salsa. Everything is okay. Good job, Joe. Thank you. I wasn't looking for any (laughs) validation. I'm not I'm no hero. Hey, Joe, I had a similar situation a few (laughs) weeks ago with a kabocha squash and I cut it. I had it here for a few weeks, cut it open the inside of the squash wasn't like a straight up mold but it was very it had like a sticky layer to it but i went down the same rabbit hole of like i'm 99 sure i should not eat this let me say by the way for let me just say as a detail because because you just made me think of this jamie i the only reason why i hesitated more so than i might have is because it was a brand to me it was a brand new full jar of salsa 
and I was so excited to eat some of it. I was really, I was like, I was elated to dip one of those chips right in and I opened it up and it was horrifying. Right. And it, it was devastating. But what not horrifying enough. Because I was able to yeah, there was a, there was a lift clean... it out. Yeah. You know? Because yes. it was float. it felt like it was floating. But it's a liquid. <laughs> like it it's all the same matter. <laughs> it's... No, I know, I know. No, but it I does know, seem I know, like it does seem like it has like it does totally separate. My itself. problem, even if it was deemed scientifically safe, <laughs> I think it would hamper my enjoyment of the salsa. Sure. Because I would be so in my head of like, is that Chipotle flavor or is I it took, I effing took, mold? Like, this Amber, isn't going to be took, fun for me. <laughs> I took that into account. I took that into account as well. I was like, I'm not going to be calm eating this salsa. It's you not took that into account. <laughs> and you want to be calm and when you yet, And yet, and yet, you I, wanted to go check I and see what it. NASA said, what I the Mayo it. Clinic said. <laughs> NASA. What the Nobel Committee said. Dr. Malala. Phil. Oprah. <laughs> Malala. I DM'd Malala about my moldy salsa. What's wrong with that? Let me see what the internet has to say about this. Because I think it's disgusting and I won't be able to eat it. But let me just check and see. But maybe other people are it too. Yeah, I didn't want to yeah. look. Hey, did I I did did I want to let go of that salsa? No, I didn't want to let go of it. Right. I didn't want to let go of it, but I let go of it. Do you think it. also part of it is that things are a little bit more different? Like you can't just no, I know salsa yeah. as easily yeah. as you would have yeah. in the before times, because we're in the during, we're in the later during. Correct, correct. Very no, yes. pretty later. Kind of chips <laughs> what kind of chips? Yeah. Great question, Jamie. Thank you. I really uh, want to uh, know. It's the, just the, <laughs> ask him what kind of chips you kind of like like the, the like those restaurant style tortilla chips it's like i don't i uh-huh. i don't are they too crunchy yes they're they're, they're very crunchy I, and good. i like i like a crispy <laughs> yeah. crunchy make a note yeah. to yourself to investigate later if there's a website that evaluates crunchiness <laughs> of various types of chips <laughs> I'm serious. Make a note to yourself. Right now. <laughs> Guys, I, I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, having said that, this feels, like, this feels like a good <laughs> this feels like a good place to take a break. So let's do that and we'll come back with more stuff. Heck yes. Hi. For, for now, so long. <laughs> Hey folks, it's Sean. I'm not going to give you a whole song and dance. I'm just going to say we got some great, great news this week. The long shot come hell or high water is currently 93rd on the South Korean comedy podcast list for iTunes. And you know what can help that is if you go on iTunes and leave us a rating and a review. And maybe you've already done that, and we appreciate you having already done that. But maybe you could do it again. Who knows? I think that's allowed. Maybe that's cheating. Maybe we'll be in trouble in South Korea. But, you know, worse things have happened. So uh, please rate and review. Please subscribe. And now, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Please enjoy. Enjoy. 
back. You are listening to the long shot come hell or high water. It is a podcast. Um, we do have a mailbag. You can mail us at, you can email us, not mail us. You can email us mailbag at the long shot podcast.com. Isn't that it? Right, Jamie? It is, but there was one email in there that alluded to the fact that maybe you gave the wrong one last time. I did. Not last time, but oh. a time before that, I gave the wrong email address. Or no, no, no. I gave somebody who had sent me a thing on Facebook the wrong email address. But then you sent out the info for the thing today, and I didn't understand the end of your... Did you give us the wrong password? No, I just copied and pasted it from the original... Because it didn't work when I tried to look at it. Oh, it worked for me. Can we say the password? No. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Because, because, uh, hey, we all got to admit, it was a funny password. Right, Sean? (laughs) Right, Sean? (laughs) Sean was a big fan of the password. (laughs) I was just just surprised at Jamie's choice of passwords. I was delighted by your. I didn't know you were such a fan of mutual conolengus. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Huge fan. Uh, all right. Well, it is. T- <laughs> it is time for uh, uh, a segment on the show that we call checking in. So, Amber, what's going on with you? Sure. Um. Hi, Amber. Hey! Oh my God! Hi, How are you? What's up? Hi, um, Amber. this is not a sexy statement and it is not we'll be the overlords of that but um daylight savings happened last sunday and it has really been fucking me up and it's um i'm sort of embarrassed by that but i think it's because ever since we've been on lockdown i i don't set an alarm anymore i just I just wake up when my body wakes up and um, I those tend two to... things go together. <laughs> right. Right. But what, I mean, I'm is, not what fighting is, it. It's just what is that time generally? Six 30. Okay. That's wow. That's... Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That is early. <laughs> what is wrong with your body? <laughs> but then I wake up, I do yoga, I meditate, I work out, I go for an hour long walk, I shower, and then I start. Working. Ditto, 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 <laughs> ditto. Wait, ditto. You wake up, you do yoga, uh-huh. you work out, no, and I, you go for I an meditate, hour long walk. Then I work out. Uh huh. Wow, that's a lot of exercise. Yeah, I'm a puppy. Like I get clinically depressed if I'm not active. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to today. I um, So I'm waking up too late to do all of those things. So I'm all week I've been like picking which one I have the time for. And um, it really feels like that, that combo. I don't work out every day. I guess that, that was a lie. I work out like three times a week. But um, that combo of activities has really been the secret formula for my mental health and Mm -hmm. my physical health. And um, so I wake up in the morning and I'm really tired when I wake up and it's much later. Late. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost seven 30. So we're talking one hour here, (laughs) but, but it's not, it's not just that. I think I would like have like a, 
exhaustion. So I'm waking up at 7.30 and I'm just like, uh, and I'm looking at my phone for 30 minutes and now I really don't have time to do anything. Um, so like I've, I've again, been picking and choosing like one day I meditated. Don't you wonder day. what Trevor Noah said on the daily show last <laughs> night? Um, <laughs> um, like one day I meditated, one day I did yoga, one day I went for like a 10 minute walk. Um, but real talk, all of those, the rest of the day, I felt mm. off and depressed and like sluggish. And um, also it affected my sleep. Then I wasn't able to sleep the ne- that night. And then the pattern repeated. So I just right. felt like shit Compounds. all week. Right. Um, there was a couple nights I didn't sleep at all. And I, um, I'm very, very lucky. I Insomnia is not something I struggle with. I usually am a, I, I'm a good sleeper. I fall asleep quickly and hard and deeply. So when Nap I don't, time, right. Well, so when I don't, I'm like, I, I don't know how to function. And I just, I feel a mess. And Jeff, are you awake? <laughs> Because I am. Jeff, I went into the I'm other room. Am I, am I being too loud? Are you awake? <laughs> I'm not functioning. Am I moving around too much? Does this hurt when I poke you like this? <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I did one of the nights I went into the living room so I wouldn't bug him because I could tell I was just like a tossing and turning Restless. machine and it wasn't going to happen. So I went to the the living room and laid on the couch and listened to a podcast about the theory of relativity, you know, to like wake yourself up. No, to like put me to sleep. And right. I thought it was so fascinating. Um, I really, really <laughs> Amber was like, ah, groundbreaking. <laughs> yeah. Theory of relative relativity. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff, <laughs> you won't believe it. E equals MC squared. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, so last night after a beer, because it was Friday night, time to get loose, I had a beer, and then I was like, I'm going to explain to you the theory of relativity. And it was hilarious. <laughs> like it was- the, the thing is, if I traveled quickly enough around the sun, I would get back here before I left. <laughs> That is, by the way, that's probably because there have been a million variations made since drunk history, but that would be a good one. Right. Drunk people Dr- explaining drunk science. Mm-hmm. Yeah, science. That would be good. Yeah. Um, so that has that has sort of set the tone for the did Jeff. Did Jeff week. get it? Did Jeff get it? Oh, <laughs> he got right. it. I don't think I explained it well. <laughs> but he still got it. <laughs> Do you have a one sentence synopsis? Of the theory of relativity? Yeah. No. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I do. I Jamie, fair. it's crazy, I mean, I, man. This is a person it's, it's crazy, work, man. You know? It's crazy, dude. I, that, my description to Jeff did have a lot of like, it's insane. <laughs> You're not going to fucking believe this. <laughs> well, because here's the thing. So you would be gone for 50 years, but when you came back, right. 5,000 years would have gone by. And we live in a three-dimensional world. Speak for but, yourself. <laughs> but our brains cannot. So mass bends the dimensions, all three dimensions. But our brains, we can't even 
possibly picture what that is. So the only we use metaphors, which are like a sheet and a boulder bending the sheet, but that's still only two dimensions. It's not fully. Anyway. <laughs> By the way, wait, wait a minute. The sheet is only two dimensions. I don't know. <laughs> By the or way, the boulder, you know, the boulder's you know, only two dimensions. You know who planned the flat it all? Boulder. Who planned it all out like this? The overlords. <laughs> <laughs> and just you know, a normal day at work, it's just more difficult when you're pluggish. When you don't have a good night's sleep under your belt, you know, like a, Jeff. A, Jeff, <laughs> sorry about the theory of relativity last night, <laughs> but I just listened to a podcast about string theory. Oh, <laughs> string, string theory. I like, I like that Jamie's overlord and my overlord are like exact opposites. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's trying to like me. lull yeah. me into. <laughs> yeah. I don't get along with that other <laughs> overlord. Let's uh, start the meeting. <laughs> he is far too breathy. Must you be so breathy? I am. <laughs> hey. Um, but the other thing was um, last Sunday, I convinced Jeff. I got it in my head that I really wanted to do his makeup. And I convinced him to let me. And it was the most fun I have had in a really long time. He looked gorgeous. I couldn't stop staring at how beautiful he was. And... Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I told my parents, and my mom was like, well, what did he need his makeup done for? I was like, I wanted to. <laughs> like, there wasn't, a, there wasn't, like, a shoot. It was you, for me. Would you say you are a makeup aficionado? Or do, are you into Have you, like, I think as I'm, a, like I'm a fan? It. I'm into it. You're into it, yeah. I'm always curious how a, a girl got, you know, either got or didn't get into makeup. Was that, like... Because because that's something that a boy never has to ever consider, and then it's like, how did you start? Like, what was literally like the first time that you d- you tried to do? I was makeup? probably two years old. Right. I. But I then, was, like in school, ever were you like, like was there a point in school where you're like, well, I'll start wearing makeup at school? Yeah, I think in junior high. Right. Because you're not allowed to for a while. That's also like a weird. And what about as a grown up? Was there ever a point when you were growing up and you're like, I think I'm going to wear some makeup now. I think I'm going to wear makeup now. <laughs> were there a... cool lip glosses, like flavored shit? Are those two things the same? <laughs> like flavored, like flavored. Like I was, I was, I was always jealous. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, I was man. always jealous of uh, yeah. those like flavored lip glosses. You can wear them. <laughs> You can also eat stuff. I know. I, I'm talking about back then in the 80s. Um, yeah, I had a, a Skittles lip gloss <clears throat> that fell into my hands at some point. Jamie, I might have thrown can, it away. Jamie, with the lipstick filter, you do look more kind of vibrant, more alive. Do you guys know that um, this is available to you without any oh, plugins? Oh, Jamie, on? you missed an episode where I played with. Oh, no, you were here. No, I was here, but did you, there's actually built into Zoom now. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so that mystery has been solved. <laughs> by the way, I have had it like that this entire episode and nobody said anything. <laughs> Sean's as white as a sheet. Two-dimensional. 
I well, I guess I have an an interesting relationship with makeup because I I really like it and I always have. I've been drawn to it, but I also don't ever want to I don't like being dependent on it. So I, I right. don't wear makeup very often. Right. Basically the only time I wear makeup now is for these <laughs> podcasts. And, Not for work? Um I might put on like I have pretty pale lips normally, so sometimes I'll put on like a tinted lip balm if I feel like I look dead. Or if I have an important meeting, I might put on makeup. But I'll go a, a while without wearing makeup. But it's fun for it's like it is a creative thing. Like what did what did you do for like what did you do for Jeff? Like what were the contours of as you were looking yeah, at Yeah, he's got face? a very angular face. So right, um, right. there was you know it, I gave him a very natural look. I would love to go farther, but I didn't want to. And did you give him something that he could eat off his lips? <laughs> Skittles. <laughs> could he lick his lips? Uh, I would like to segue off of makeup. And I don't know if this was part of your checking in, Amber, but, you know, drag queens have mm-hmm. a lot of experience with that. And uh, there was a apparently a big show last night. RuPaul. Was it a RuPaul? Tina Burner was Got me. Tina Burner was robbed. I've been reading. Mm-hmm. Lip sync. Mm-hmm. You were watching, right? Oh, big time! That's my whole Friday is watching that show. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> this has turned into a RuPaul's Drag Race recap show. But um, I brought also, it. Up. I like how Joe goes. I was reading. <laughs> I was re- I was seeing. On Go my on the internet and find out what went on in the drag queen world <laughs> last night, Joe. That's Joe's overlord. I, just... I think I will. I would say I think in reality TV as a whole, um, the producers, the producers, the producers <laughs> um, do a lot to manipulate things because they want it to be as exciting as possible, and they have right. some outcomes that they are steering towards. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think that's always been the case with RuPaul's Drag Race. I feel like the manipulation has, um, you can see the strings a little bit right now. Because there was, I was, I was from my timeline, I was getting a big reaction that somebody (laughs) was robbed in the lip sync. Well, I didn't, I, I'm not even a huge, (laughs) I can't believe it's a thing to anyone, but, um, I'm not even a huge Tina Burner fan, but she won the lip sync. Like, she won the lip sync. And they will do anything. I swear to God, it's fucking criminal that they took that away from her. (laughs) Where is she from? She's from New York. Bullshit. (laughs) And they'll do anything to keep Candy Muse, man. Candy Muse cannot lose. Bullshit. Um, Yeah, so I guess that's my checking in. So your week was putting makeup on Jeff. And being tired. (laughs) And the theory of relativity, which is kind of big. And that kind of bridges the gap. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey, Amber, you should move to New York, the city that never sleeps, because you might fit in better there. Oh, dang. (laughs) Oh, I do have another thing to say. But I guess I should have something for my parting shot, so maybe I'll just keep it in my pocket. What's what's the wildest thing you could imagine doing on Jeff's face, makeup-wise? No, I want to hear otherwise. <laughs> Let's sorry. not get into Jamie's fucking sorry. passwords. Okay? Sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> I um I don't I'm know. Just trying I to don't... imagine I'm trying to imagine Jeff with a 
well, something dramatic. I can't. I I I can't speak to Jeff, but I um, within Liquid Feet, I get to play a lot because sort of the point is that it's garish and over the top. So I right. get to do a lot of the techniques that I wouldn't wear in daily life um, for Liquid Feet. So that's fun. Is it garish? Garish. Okay. <laughs> Terry Garish. I think the thing that I ate like an hour ago for mood enhancing just like shot in in the last three it's minutes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you eat for mood enhancing? Oh, weed candy. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, Jamie, what do you want to put on your colored lights? That might, I was, oh, that's I, I, I kind of oh. miss your colored light. I think that might help you. You know, Joe. Welcome to the most colorfully lit podcast on the internet. No, that's not. There we go. All right. Well, because Jamie's weed has just kicked in, why don't we segue right into parting shots? Let's 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 get to parting shots and find out uh, uh, what's going on with everybody. So let's start parting shots today with Joe. <laughs> My first parting, my first tiny little parting shot is that uh, an addendum to my mom and my aunt getting a shot. They were given free groceries afterwards, oh. which I thought was nice. Connected to getting the shot? Connected to the getting the shot. So this this person working there, um, she was trying to give this bag to my aunt. And my aunt thought that she was showing her these canned goods and stuff because they were like raising donations and so my my aunt said i only have five dollars oh and, no and the woman said no 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 no. we're we're giving this to you oh thank you so my my aunt got one my mom got one that's a lot and, of food and the strangest thing that they got was the first thing my aunt let off with was they gave us a can of carrots <laughs> <laughs> that's adorable so they got canned carrots. I don't think no mold. Hopefully they haven't. I don't know if they've opened it yet. God but willing. A can, a can, a can and I will say, in carrots' defense, unlike salsa, if you find mold in your carrots, you can just scoop that off and eat the rest of the carrots. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you for coming over to my side, Sean. I yes, really appreciate yes. that. Um, if you got and mold I got that a... directly from the Cleveland Clinic. <laughs> <laughs> if you John have mold inside a can, in. there are real problems. Real problems. Because that's an airtight situation. Hell jar, yeah. I think, but maybe that, not. Yeah, something happened there. Um, we got some tampering happening. Mm -hmm. My second That's quick little I mean. parting shot is that we have talked about <clears throat> nostalgia on this show before. We've talked about some people's kind of obsessive craving of it. Um, I try not to live too much in the past. I try to moderate that. However, I'm still just as curious about some of those things. And I have to say, I watched, I've been watching now. The reunion of the very first real world cast. And I. It's my favorite show right now, Joe. I was, it's my favorite show. I was pulled into it, Amber, because I can distinctly remember being in college at a friend's. They, they were older, they were had off campus living. I was in the kitchen of their apartment. And I Hello. just watched, I just watched the first episode. And I was talking about it at this, at this party with someone. I know I just have the distinct memory of that. And 
I because I just I just remember it being I remember being very into the show. I was a little younger than the people on the show, but I thought it was a very interesting show. I had not seen it was just seven strangers living in a house. house. And it was the first for me, it was my first reality show. Now it is a it was everyone's first reality. I mean it it was Uh, like the birth of reality. Yeah. And um there was a show on PBS that had done before because I remember I was starting to get curious about the actual masterpiece theater. The this kind of this new documentary. No, it was the loud. It was called the upstairs downstairs. It was about the loud family. It was about a family fundraising drive. It it was a family that allowed (laughs) camp. You should take those mood enhancers more often, Jamie. I love the purple lighting right now. Um, The uh, uh, it was about a family allowed PBS cameras into their home. I believe for I I I don't know if it was a week or a month, but it was for some time. Two years. They did a doc. A, they did a documentary series on the Loud family, and that that was the closest any kind of documentary format had gotten to just being cameras around people in their supposedly natural environment. Candy anyway, camera. Anyway, I was I watched was watching the show last night, and Amber, <laughs> I had to stop when at the end of episode two when Becky starts to go. You haven't watched episode three. I have not watched episode three. Oh, yet. it's so good. Because, because a character, so you have the same people 30 years later. It's very, what, there's a it lot of positives. Ricky, um, <laughs> <Ringo>. Penny. <laughs> Wait, is that new edition? Bobby and Mike. If I <laughs> love new girl, edition, who cares you who you like? <laughs> cool. Sean, cool it now. Cool it now. Um, same people, right? So, They've all gone on to their lives. And I got to say, Amber, don't you think for a reality show, I was grooving on the positivity of it because they're all so happy to see each other. But now I reached a moment in episode two where People one of them are really going to groove on the positivity of it. Man. I just like any reality show that doesn't go for a jugular in a negative way. But I've reached a point you where like when it goes for a jugular in a positive <laughs> way. <laughs> um. It one of the people in the house started to express a certain opinion. Becky. Oh, oh Joe, just wait till episode three. And wait, so they got them living together again? They mm-hmm. have them living oh, together so again in, in the, the same, same house? In, in the, the same, same house, exact apartment. In the same oh, exact apartment. Together. And the TV show, the producer, <laughs> they, start, they start, start getting, getting real? real? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and one of the things, of course, that the producer set up was they showed them footage from the original show and they showed them some of the conversations that they had and some of the fights that they had and i'm at this point now where this one person becky by the way we're going to do that with this podcast in 30 years (laughs) (laughs) she's starting to go a little and i'm going to use the slang of the day she's starting to go a little karen and Amber, it was so nerve-wracking to me that I paused it and I have not watched. I, there's oh. literally like seven minutes left in that episode. And then Ooh, there's one where I was at. God, but and that's seven was, minutes, man. I mean, talk about seven minutes of hell. Good luck, I just, buddy. I, it just was, it was, un, it just suddenly took that turn into the reality of uncomfortable tension. And it is, re, you know, I think maybe the thing that I liked about it was that 
It did. It did feel real when I watched that. Too show, real. It is was, the too real world. When I watched it when I was seventeen, it felt real to me. I don't think that. Hundred percent. Of course, there was manipulation, but it wasn't the same manipulation as now. But um, different manipulation. To see it still, to to reconnect with these people and to and to see that some things don't maybe don't go away in some in some forms it was it you know i just thought it was they were was who really they well were done. and they are who they are they are I, who we thought they were it's a, i think it's a really well done show I, i'm into it i i absolutely love it and i i love it for a lot of reasons um one of them is the fact that it's a group of strangers I think not, no, no longer strangers, but I think Julie is the youngest and she's 49. Yeah. Um, so the rest of the group, they're in their fifties and, um, are any of them 69? Jamie wants to know. <laughs> oh, that would boy. be, that would be so cool. That'd be oh God. We're going to have to change that password. <laughs> <laughs> I have um, an idea for it. <laughs> so the age, right. the, the, yes. The age. No, but there's something sort of revolutionary about that because so much of pop culture is just like extremely young people doing extremely young things. And I get why like there's a sexiness to young people, but there's something great about um to be able to come back to those same people 30 years later that's the old, that's the this is well, the first time any It's like a Mike Lee movie. Well, and also that it like, is a little life bit like doesn't that. end at 30 or whatever the way pop culture sort of Right. makes you feel um cuz they Euphoria. all have vibrant full lives and right. um and they're so fun. Like I could watch them get drunk in their PJs in that apartment all day long it's, it's like saying, so it's like it's like seeing I, I wasn't gonna say like your parents but like almost like older siblings come back and be in many ways the same person the same people they still are but also getting great i mean i'm sure they like yeah. kind of prepped for the they knew that the reunion was coming but i feel like julie looks better than she did 30 years ago what the and, hell and uh, and overall having i, I guess all that all that I've really sparked to really in the show is that, and we've kind of talked about this before, is just a sense of perspective from time. Mm -hmm. You're seeing people have, again, it mostly different perspectives because they've lived 30 years of their life now. And so, well, and that's what's watch episode three and we'll talk about it. Like, it's, it's jarring when somebody right. is incapable of growth. Right. It, it honestly right. stands out. That's it. So you like uh, the new real world. That's your parting shot. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched the thing. I watched it. I watched makes, the thing. Yeah, it makes um, it gives my husband money. So keep watching Paramount Plus. <laughs> I got a cushion. <laughs> uh, all right. Parting shots to Jamie. Yeah, I'll um, I'll also pitch a, a show. <laughs> what about um, not what about? That's a weird way to segue. Um, there's a show that I would like to recommend. It's also a documentary series. It's called Last Chance You on Netflix. And I guess there's another season, um, maybe a different sport, but this one's basketball, and it's just uh, 
getting into the East LA um, community college basketball teams, I think last season. And it's really well done. And all these players and the coaches and it's intense and all these stories. And I just think there's something for everyone in it. And the, what is it their last chance at? I don't know. Well, no, I do know. It was. It's the main theme is that um, especially if you're pursuing basketball as a career, if you're in the community college level, for a lot of them, that means that there was a, maybe a setback or an unexpected um, hiccup in like a career that saw them with you know either going to college or the NBA. But they're still trying to get there. But at this point in their in their careers, this is kind of make or break. They got to step it up at this level. So the stakes are high. Couldn't be higher. Stakes is high, baby. Yeah, Jamie. I think it's weird that you're not mentioning that they, the team they're playing against is called the Overlords, which is like <laughs> they only play one team the whole season. <laughs> they're kind of the like the. <laughs> well, well, look who it is again. <laughs> You do. Heads, this heads. Is your Are we flipping a coin? Shots. Oh no, it's basketball. <laughs> um, I'll also make two other recommendations. One, a book I mentioned earlier. I, I'm surprised that none of you have read it. It's um, uh, "The War of Art" by Stephen Pressfield. He's a screenwriter, but it's something I keep going back to that just describes this resistance that wants us to do anything but write or whatever we want to do, and then. I've only read about a third of it, but Jeff Tweedy, the um, lead singer of Wilco, the band, uh, it's so funny. That <laughs> there's a building next to Dynasty. Not the lead singer of Wilco, the, the car watch. movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, next door to uh, Dynasty, there's a building that they've been building for basically since we moved in. They finally finished. It's called the Wilco Apartments. But as part of their marketing, it's like Wilco, um, not the band. And it's silly. They're the nicest people. They need um, help with their marketing. (laughs) (laughs) But it's got to the point where if I'm saying Wilco the band, I feel I have to. In my world, Wilco can be many different things. Not the building. (laughs) Not the building. Um, But he wrote a book called um, How to Write One Song. And just the first three, like, you know, little readable chapters. But um, it's so inspiring. (laughs) I'm going to really write a bunch of songs, guys. No, I'm going to write one song. I'm going to write one song. But um, You have to play it on this show. Yeah, I know. I already have a song Jamie, that I wrote Jamie. down months ago that we yeah. need to do. Give yourself a deadline. You know, if not the next podcast, maybe the one right. after. Like, Give one yourself song. a deadline. Um, You're here. Debut, baby. But I want, like. I, I also, I, I just want to interject and say, if you're going to write a song, that's great. But is that the thing? Hmm. What do you mean? Well, oh, is that the thing? Maybe it's the thing for now. Maybe it's the thing for now. Well, arguably, a song can be anything. Arguably, what? Can, <laughs> I, I, I'll argue that. I mean, specifically, is in this case, it's talking Guess about what? <laughs> not a song, a mug. Guys, guys. That, that might be the song of the mug maker. Let's be reasonable here. A song can be a shoe. We know that. We know that. A song can no, be I... anything. A song can be anything. Wait, to Sean's point. Tell them a song can be anything. <laughs> That'll distract them. They'll spend the rest of the show trying to figure out what the fuck you're talking about and give you a chance to let this edible kick in and get and away. You will believe everything now, take a nap. is a now. song. 
that. No, Amber knows what I Amber knows what I mean. Right. I think to Sean's point, I don't know what it is because I can't speak for you, but it sounds like you have specific creative goals and writing one song might not be in alignment with those creative goals. <laughs> and to go one step further, if you don't have creative goals, then you shouldn't be torturing yourself for not accomplishing them since because you don't, don't have them yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I, I do have them. I just keep forgetting them. And one of them is definitely to write a song. <laughs> Hence the notes. Hence the notes. Hence right, the notes. Jamie? Hence the notes. Hence the notes. Hey, you know, I saw a thing last night on, I won't say the name of the program, the host name last name is Hannity oh boy nope. he was talking, talking about, about Sean this is not, this. This, not this, is your resistance. this is not the show you're recommending is it he was talking about the president <laughs> of the United States he was making fun of the president because the president carries I it around was disrespectful and un-American to ever make fun of the president <laughs> right <laughs> but the president carries around a note in his pocket. I mean, he he has a couple, but one of them is a note that says on it, the number of people who have died of COVID and it changes every day because the count goes up every day. So it's a new number every day. So he's not going to remember every number every day. So he keeps this note in his pocket to remind himself of exactly how many people have died to this point because of this pandemic that some people would say a lot of those people didn't have to die if people who had his job before him had done a better job. Now, on this show, which I won't say the name of, but I will say the last name of the host, which is Hannity, he was making fun of this idiot president for carrying for needing notes to remember things. Like, why would you need a note, you doddering old fool, that you don't you know, you need these prompts to remember. It's clear proof that this man has dementia and is is not well, whatever. I, I don't agree with that. But the larger point is, Jamie, if you have these creative goals and you are forgetting them and you keep talking about writing yourself notes, I think that's a thing that you could do that would be helpful is writing yourself a note and carrying that and literally looking at that every day mm-hmm. and going, this is the thing. I really want to do. Am I, am I moving towards that or am I moving sideways or away from that or, you know, in a different direction? Um, I do understand what I'm saying. That is a really good piece of advice. And it feels like not, um, it feels like in your language, Jamie, like, no, it is. It's, um, and I do have these notes too. I just like I have piles of them, so it's like right. You have to is, you have to winnow to them edit. down so that yeah. you just have one that you look at. Like one he doesn't he doesn't have like pick up the dry cleaning on a note in his pocket right. because he's the president of the United States. You know he's focused on what's important, not on a million different things. So and I here's think another for you. You ahead. can't write a song without notes. Oh, okay. you are but, too high to understand but, what I'm saying. Jamie, no, I, I get it. I get it. Jamie, I'm gonna real quick. I'm gonna run with what Sean is saying, and I'm gonna. I have a suggestion to really make it stick. 
if you could get tattooed Tattoo on the your face backwards on your face, yeah. do it. Do like How full on um, in the mirror. What's that dude's <laughs> name? Um, the young kid with the all the tattoos. The Post Malone. Post Malone. Post Malone. It. The young James. kid. <laughs> Post Malone. It. It's the most the... grandpa way of describing him, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, it's ne- it make it permanent in your skin, baby. And look, oh my god, this is hair. true. The one tattoo I have it's is a fucking note. A it's a song note. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you keep coming back to the song thing. Yeah. And I don't think that's... Just write the song and get it out of your system, and then we'll get to the next goal. I'm not, saying, <laughs> I'm not trying to write oh, the next... Uh, what, what wonderfully supportive... Encourage, just write the stupid damn song. Wait, are you guys just like scared of the song? <laughs> and then, then can we get to the serious shit? Yeah. Um, anyway, um, How to Write One Song by Jeff Tweedy. And it, it demystifies, and I highly recommend it. Demystifies what? Songwriting one song. Oh, okay. And you said the first couple of chapters are readable? The first, let's <laughs> say, four that. are readable. It might really... <laughs> It might really suck after chapter four, but um, you hear that, Kirkus reviews. <laughs> <laughs> um, you were interested in how to write one song by Jeff Tweedy. Would you like to read how to write two songs by Ringo Starr? <laughs> yes, yeah, I would. <laughs> uh, all right, parting shots, Amber. Yes. Um. So, I live in an apartment now. And I have for almost three months where I'm allowed to have a dog and I still don't have a dog. Um, No matter how many times you ask Jeff to wear the suit, (laughs) he will not. Okay. So I'm going to make your eyelids blue. And what if we made your (laughs) nose brown and had little whiskers on it? (laughs) What? What? Why are you spitting on my nose? (laughs) Are you closer? Do you feel closer? Do you do you go online and look at dogs? Joe, can I have my own parting shot, please? (laughs) Joe, because I'll tell you this: if you go online and look up whether you should throw away moldy salsa, you'll get conflicting ideas. I didn't mean to shame you, Joe. Please come back. Um, Here I am. So Jeff had, um, like I said before, he works for Paramount Plus and they recently launched and had the rebranding. So he's been crazy busy. So he said, let's not get a dog until the launch because I'm going to be so consumed with this. I won't be able to be present and available for a new family member. And so that's happened. So now it's like, okay, pew, 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 let's get a dog. Turns out it's very competitive to get a dog right now. So I am, it's like a full-time job. I am searching for dogs. I'm applying for jobs. I'm sending emails. And I. it feels like my acting In career, addition to yoga, meditation, right, right. working out, job. going for a walk. <laughs> um. It feels like my acting career again. Like I just am getting rejection emails from dogs oh, all day long. Man. Like it's, it's dark. <laughs> it's 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 not the greatest. 
<laughs> thanks, but no thanks with a paw print next to it. <laughs> right. Well, at first I was like, oh, like, I I'm going to wait. certainly have a great look, but we're going to go in a different direction. <laughs> You're a little fat. <laughs> you could have put on some makeup for this call. <laughs> we, um, yeah, at first I was very like, okay, I, when a dog calls to me, like then I'll like I will know we'll have some sort of connection. Already it's online, like it's disconnected. But now I'm just like anyone that's available is like, can I have this dog, please? <laughs> like every single one. <laughs> and um it's a no. It's a no dog. <laughs> I haven't got like they this don't... is this is that this is the worst version of that. Uh, I didn't pick the dog. The dog picked me. Right. And you're like, no dogs are picking me. And it's it's not like personal in the sense that I think it's just really competitive and people are applying before me. And also we don't have any <laughs> experience. With, like this would be our first pet. This is Jeff's first pet his whole life. I bet you. How, how have you treated the dogs you've had before? Well, that's the thing. All of the applications. Treats and taken them out for walks and cleaned up behind them. Uh, we've All never of... had it. Okay, I'll see you later. Next. Right. All you... of the applications are like, how many pets do you have? And I'm like zero. And then it's like, what are their names? And I'm like, I don't have any. And they're like, what are what's? How did oh, they die? Oh, and I'm like, I don't oh, have any. Well. And, like, and, then, Just... and then they're like. <laughs> Who's your vet? And I was like, I don't have one. Like, I don't. Will the other dogs accept me immediately, or will it be some kind of competition where I have to prove that I'm alpha or beta or gamma or delta? Or on and on and on. <laughs> so someday I'll get a dog, but right now it is. It's um. Hey, that could be a song. Someday I'll get a jaw, a dog. Write that down, Jamie. <laughs> also, the first thing you said there was two rhymes that were so good. Oh. Oju, Katie, Lewis, Sherman, and Criswell. Um, well, there is that song. How much is that dog in the window? <laughs> what did and, I say? Oh, it was a really. It was like you said, da 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 da, and then it was like sounded like a well-named uh, yoga with Adrian video. Uh, <laughs> if that makes sense to you, I felt like Jamie, it was a joke I, that you might understand. I, th- I think ja- I think Jamie <laughs> just expressed how he hears our voices. <laughs> You're more than that. I hear I hear you enunciate things. No, specifically it was very poetic. The way you said it was Oh, thanks. I got moment I feel like one of the words started with an M. So what kind of sleeping accommodations did your last dog have? Comfortable? And that's some of the applications. Uncomfortable? (laughs) The applications are like, where will your dog sleep? And I was like, where he wants? I don't know. I have to talk to him. That's not a decision I want to have to make. I'd like that decision to be made for me. I would like to know if you sleep well. (laughs) Oh, no, not this week. Um, (laughs) Hey, there's got got to have been a boom in adoption right now. 100%. Um, Every website is like, COVID is making this right. insane. And um, I'm sure it will happen. It's just hilarious how I went from like being very picky to just like, oh, that one's available. <laughs> <laughs> well, one eye, two legs. Give them here. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, <laughs> no teeth. 
no teeth. That's cute. Oh, uh, dogs with no teeth are the cutest. How many so teeth I'll do dogs have? Thirty-two. Uh, Thirty-two. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> Unless they get their wisdom teeth out. Um, wait, do dogs have wisdom teeth? That's oh a... boy. Next. Stay <laughs> tuned. Like a... Stay tuned on the low show po. It, it it's it's a little bit tough on my self esteem. Like I have to keep reminding myself that it's not personal, but it's it doesn't feel good. <laughs> it's, I see under special worthy. skills you listed estimating number of teeth a dog has. Aaron, is that correct? Aaron Amber. is telling us 42 teeth for dogs. Oh, wow. Is that true? I think true? he's just giving us the answer to the universe. <laughs> or oh, James yeah. Worthy's number? Uh, okay, so no dog, but working on it. Amber, right now there's a dog being neglected somewhere that's going to be all your Jamie, oh, don't say shit like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There is a starving dog somewhere. <laughs> um, so apparently puppies have 28 teeth and adults have 42. Ow. But they're probably born with 42. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Definitely. Or wait, uh, no, anything else? They, anything else? They buy the, don't they buy the other teeth and have them put in? <laughs> <laughs> don't that, doesn't that sound like a toilet, toilet book? Um, hold on. <laughs> Go uh, on. <laughs> like a book that you would see on a toilet, like when you're 10 years oh, old. Boy, I'm definitely not house. going home with this guy. Does, do dogs have wisdom teeth? I miss the days when Jamie would go into a Barnes and Noble. Where are, like, your, where toilet are your toilet books? books? <laughs> what was that story? I vaguely remember a Barnes and Noble situation. Oh, no, no, no. I, no, no, it I was made a that up, pretend Jamie. thing. I really? just said. <laughs> no, no. I think there was a story about me going into Barnes and Nobles and asking about the toilet books. Jamie, you probably at some point were in, I'm sure you were in a Barnes and Noble at some point. Yeah. I just kind of just like tapped into a memory of telling a story about being in a Barnes and Noble, but I have no idea if it was long shot related. It was, um, anyway, once I've, I've been into to a Barnes and Noble bathroom before. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Were you gonna say you once got busy in a Barnes and Noble bathroom? <laughs> yeah. Um, I have another parting shot, and I keep doing this. It keeps being um, my tonal shift fucked up. I'm glad you're. I think you're gonna bring up what you um, bring up, and it's very awkward because I don't know how to. We were having fun, but um. There was a shooting this week um, targeting Asian women in Atlanta, and it it affected me. Not that it's about me, but um, it's upsetting. And I just think that we have a racism problem in this country um, that we need to address. It's It's poisonous, and it's... It's affecting a lot of people, and it, I'm against it. You're down with racism. I'm not. I mean, you're not down with racism, but down with racism. Right. It's. <clears throat> I just yeah. feel like we have to acknowledge it on some level. I would feel weird if we did. I'm glad you brought it up, Amber. I was thinking about that for today's show as well, and I just wanted to say actually that. Um, We've talked on the show about sometimes 
the healthy benefits of unplugging from things or disconnecting from things. But I think to just remind everyone, there's also things that you you don't want to let go by you. Because if you do, that's actually detrimental to who you are as a person. And uh, it's terrible that the reminders come from tragedies like this. But I was I just wanted to say for anyone listening and when you try to process these things, um, this is an opportunity for anyone who is not a part of a group or a, com a certain community um, or a, a people that take, take some time to connect with this and to maybe bring your blinders down a little bit as to what you're conscious and aware of and <clears throat> at least let it start there. You know, there were, incredible things written this week, testimonials from Asian Americans and, and Asians in the United States about their life experience. And if you can take some time, however you can, and again, bring those blinders down, maybe connect with some things that you've never really, because of who you are in your life, you haven't really thought about and the life experiences of other people and try to connect with that in a way that's what builds empathy and if it leads to more action if you're the per kind of person who can make a donation at these times or if you volunteer in some way um or just become more aware of things i'm i hate that it always happens after something like this but that's the time when i read things online that let me know how many charitable organizations are out there working for people um and to help make their lives better and protect them. So uh, just a reminder to everyone, you know, disconnect when you need to, because you don't want to become overwhelmed, handle as much as you can, but also take opportunities to try to listen and absorb what people who are in great pain are telling you. So sorry, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and at the risk of being a horrifically offensive um, segue, as I mentioned the last po podcast, I saw Minari last week, and it was excellent. I cannot recommend it enough. So I'm going to echo right. Sean's recommendation. It was really, really good. Nominated for yeah, as it should Oscars. Be. It was great. Yeah, it was it was wonderful. I thought that it might actually be heavier than it was i found there was a i mean there was heaviness but there was a lot of joy in it as well i always like when you can use i mean i i like when you can use the word lyrical about a movie and, and like it, it it sometimes it's not good but sometimes it is good and i think in this case it was good it was like mm -hmm. there was a lyricism to it like i think that speaks to what you're saying certainly there were moments that were deeply dramatic but a lot of it was just slice of life of mm -hmm. this is what's happening right now. You know, um, it makes sense since we established a song can be anything. So mm -hmm. it can be a movie. It's a song. <laughs> a song. Can is I, movie. can I just go back to what you guys were talking about? Because one thing that I was very struck by this week, I actually found it. Well, I found it a lot of things, but what was your reaction to the whole thing where the guy came out and said he was having a bad day and this is what happened and <laughs> you know that that whole 
uh, uh, thing. I was against it. I didn't think it was good. Um, you're, you're talking about the police chief who the had the, the press spokesman. Conference. Yeah, he was like a captain who came out and to 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 yeah, explain felt, that they had it, caught this guy, and he said he said something that sounded like he was saying this guy had a bad day. It and felt he, like he was defending a killer, making which an is excuse, a strange making an stance. excuse. Making yeah, an excuse. It, terrible. It was awful. Um, it, now. The, the the thing that I saw after that was that he was the way he was saying that he was saying this is what the guy said in custody. He said there was no racial motive and I was having a bad day and whatever. And it sounded like this guy was saying that it was his own opinion but really what he was doing was relaying what this person in custody had said i guess my response to that would be how often um the stories of people of color who are arrested or shot down by police officers um the police don't come out and tell their side of the story. That was my, that was my immediate reaction as well. I was like, I can't imagine had this been a young black man that that he would have come out and said, here's his excuse. I'm going to present his excuse for why he committed this horrific crime. It It, it just, it, it, it was so, and I get like, there were, it seems like that's really what that guy was doing. He was coming. He was not saying this is my opinion of what happened. This guy just had a bad day. He really was saying this is, this is what this guy said, but like, why, why are was we, he saying right, that? Like it right, didn't right, make right. any sense to, to me to, to present the information the way he did. And here's the thing. I don't, I didn't, I haven't watched any rest of that spokesperson's presentation. Have you seen episode three of real world? <laughs> Not oh, yet. You got it. Not yet. But for someone not to understand in the job that you have as a spokesperson, that if you presented the information that way, it would have right. truly an effect on. I, 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 I go one step further. Like, th- it's not even about how you presented that information. It's like, why would you present that right. information? Why? There's no, no reason well, to say that. Here is what the defendant that's... said he was doing this for. Right. When would he ever say that? about somebody else who did the thing right, right it doesn't right, matter right. how he's presenting well, it. he shouldn't and, be presenting that well right. we and, caught the guy he's locked up we'll find out what the fuck happened right and i i've heard I, other people write about this and but it also felt like that police captain or whatever his position is it was like he <laughs> It was preemptively excusing himself. Like it felt like he saw himself in that guy too much. Of like, do you, do you know what I'm saying? Well, like he yeah. had too much empathy. Two two things. If if someone presented that information as I keep obje- thinking you're freezing. Like you go no 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 two sorry. things. <laughs> if and I'm like oh shit the internet's acting up again. If the spokesperson was presenting as a point of reporting what the suspect had said 
in, in, in whatever interrogation they had or whatever. You can still frame that frame around it in a way that, you know, that does not make it seem like what it did, which was that he was already building some kind of case, for immediate, immediate yeah. case, immediate sympathy, immediate. I mean, to think about that phrasing, it's so insidious because everyone hears that and goes, oh, he had a, you know, like everyone knows what a bad day, you know, oh, oh, he had a bad day, but that's not what happened here. That's not how these things happen. And it is, but, but I, but I'm, 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 no, no, no. I, I know what I'm, you're saying. I'm saying there's no, like, why he doesn't right. need to say, there's no reason to say that. Like you, what if he had said, what if it was another different guy, different crime, a guy goes into a gas station, somebody steps on his foot and he turns around and shoots the guy in the face and kills him. And then this guy comes out and says, well, you know, we caught the guy and he said the other guy stepped on his foot. So it felt aggressive to right. him. No, I, so he had I, no choice but to respond. Yeah, like it, he doesn't, it wouldn't happen. That would I understand not happen. That. I understand that. I'm saying so it's not about for, framing. It's about, there's no reason to frame anything. There's, there's nothing to be framed. No. Well, I, I, I that is a given. Right. Well, it's a bad day. When sure. you murder someone, you're having a bad day. Yeah. I, I, I'll say this. I think that there has to be framing involved, Sean, because of the manner in which, and I'm not saying it's right, but the manner in which mass shootings are reported. I think that we've come to a point where everyone immediately wants to have a reason, an explanation. Most of the time, these things are described as senseless. I don't think that's true. I don't think these are senseless things. But people look for some kind of explanation. Why? They want to know an, a, the answer to the question, why did this person do a terrible thing? I think that if, if, some, if a reporter had asked him, did the suspect make a statement? Then he would relay the statement that the, the suspect made. I'm just saying that in this case, saying the fact that he presented that information it would have been it would have made it completely incumbent on him to counter to counter that neutralize that in some way for having said it here's the other thing about this guy would this spokesperson ever do that no why because it was found shortly thereafter a photo that this cop had posted that was an anti chinese sentiment about the coronavirus about a t-shirts he, he, he had literally reposted on his Facebook page or something, this cop, uh, plugging T-shirts that were anti-China uh, about, the, about the virus. And this is, this is the racism that, that Amber's mentioning, is that it is not just the racism of the suspect. It's the racism of the cop who's talking about the suspect. And the whole system, the and whole system, and definitely yeah. the former president. I, you know, I, I don't know if the current president is um, an angel himself, but definitely the former president. You know, like he, he the president now carries around a note in his pocket that says, "You are not an angel," and then in parentheses it says, "Yet." <laughs> don't be racist. <laughs> yeah. And 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 look, if you're not aware of it, if you haven't seen any reporting on it, 
there have been multiple stories that have come out about the massive surge in hate crimes against Asian Americans. I took, through my work, it was optional, but I took an online class on how to be an ethical bystander for um, anti-Asian harassment and xenophobia the day before these shootings. Wow. So it's, it's an unfortunate thing that is rampant in our country right now. That's not what Tucker Carlson says, but we don't have to get into that. What about Hannity? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, all right. Anything else, Amber? Parting shots? No, I think that was a lot. I don't have a dog. I have shame. Racism is bad. <laughs> yeah. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> all the uh, things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love how one of those... I love how one of those won't change, but the other two might. Hmm. Parting shots <laughs> to me. Don't think too hard. I was reading a thing. So everybody's all nervous about how things are going to go when we start back up again. Right. Like, mm -hmm. and I get that. I, I am too. Like just integrating people into each other's lives again. And how is that going to whatever? And, you know, whatever. And we're and, a traumatized population. Like, there's, yeah, yeah. There's some. It's, things are going to be weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was reading a thing today about conversations and how an ending conversations, how to end conversations like you that. Just the Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. You guys were saying that earlier and that was one of the things they mentioned was that people now to avoid awkwardness at the end of a Zoom conversation will go, Oh, sorry. I think you're something's happening. I can't, you know, and then they'll just end <laughs> the conversation so that they don't have that awkward moment of like, we're done talking. I'm leaving. Um, fake, fake out. And anyway, it was all these things about how people know there's this weird expectation people have that some people think the conversation will go on forever unless you find a way out of it. And there's and no reason to think that don't want it to go on. Correct. Forever, so Correct. It's the problem is that yeah. a lot of times, and, and, and this is definitely true. One person is more interested in keeping the conversation going than the other one. Hmm. So that's when it starts to get weird and whatever, but they said one thing. Uh, I mean, there, there was a bunch of thing in the article, but one thing was, a thing that people do that's a good way to get out of conversations is they go, listen, I'm going to let you go. And then they exit the conversation because what that does is it says to the other person, I know that you have important things mm -hmm. to do. It's not about me. It's about mm -hmm. you. And I don't want to keep you any further. Yeah. And yeah. I read slide. that and, and that is like a, that is a pet peeve of mine when people oh. say <laughs> i'm gonna let you go, you go because it feels yeah it, it it has always felt to me exactly what they were saying in this article which was manipulative yeah. yeah like i'm 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 trying to make you feel like this is something important about you so you want them fact, to say i'm done with this convo i gotta go <laughs> Or maybe more politely, way, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe Sean, please <clears throat> let me go. 
please. Stop talking. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, look, stop talking. you know, I know you got a lot going on, but I have things to do. You know, if you care, no, I don't know what the right answer is, yeah. but I just felt like that was one of their great solutions. And I was like, that has bugged me for 25 years mm. when people say that it irritates the shit out of me because it's like, I feel, I always feel like they're saying, this is your fault that we're ending this and I'm pinning it on you. Mm. When in fact, I'm the one who's ending the conversation I, by choice. I've never, know? I've never not had your reaction, Sean, when I've, when I've heard, when I've been told that I, that I immediately always think that every time, like, Oh, you just want to go. And That's you kind of don't want to take responsibility for it. So you're right. pinning it on me. <laughs> it's not like, I think this is a fucking walk in the park. I'm working my ass off to even have this conversation <laughs> with you in the first place. Um, my friend, John Michael, who I think you all know. Yeah. He stayed at his hotel. Sean. Yeah, definitely Sean and Jamie do. But um, he is the best at ending phone conversations because at first it seems rude. But like in hindsight, you're like, yeah, he'll just say, that's all I have. Click. <laughs> Which at least is honest and yes. straightforward. And, and yeah, that's the and, end of the conversation. And say click. <laughs> <laughs> Click. Everyone well, knows that I, the international like sound click work. and then go, I'm still here. <laughs> that was a trick. Click. Click. Please click. let me go. <laughs> but, but I did appreciate to your point, I appreciate how much he doesn't make it about me. It's like he is done and he's making that very clear. Yeah, I'm done. It's on Goodbye. him. Yeah. Which Sean, which I feel like like the other thing, you know what it is? It feels very passive aggressive. Mm. It's a little patronizing. Mm-hmm. Are we going to let the? That's not what I was saying, but yes, I agree. Are we? Are we going to? I was saying the... passive aggressive. You said patronizing. Not the same. Yeah. What? No, not the same. Not the same. But uh, yeah. Uh, are we going to let the listeners go? Because yeah, they've it's got been a while. Because <laughs> they've got. I mean. Yeah, they've got to be busy. We got to let them go back to their life. Our listeners are some of the busiest people on earth. <laughs> I don't think we should let them go. I they thought this was going to so be a shorter much. episode so that I didn't Click. because I didn't I didn't check in and then it turns out nope longer. Right. Uh folks, we're going to let you go. Um <laughs> so Now they hate us. Quickly check and see if anyone has tweeted about you or liked <laughs> one of your Instagram posts. Uh check again. <laughs> Again, 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 again. again. What about Facebook? (laughs) That's a funny throwaway. What about Facebook? What about it? Uh, Guys, this was fun. Yeah. So uh, we'll see you next time on The Long Shot Come Hell or High Water. Good luck with the dog, Amber. We love you. Stay safe. Oh, shit, my computer's... (laughs)